0: Hello, we are not available now.
1: Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco?
2: For the 184th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast, and this is probably the last podcast where Debo Samuel's a 49er. So let that just hang over the podcast for myself. That's the energy I'm bringing tonight, basically, is I'm, I'm full. Like we we're just talking about uh, our buddy in the, in the pre-show. We we're just talking about our buddy's terrible, terrible, terrible fucking divorce. Uh, I'm talking about Debo Samuel's uh, last uh, few days as a niner, probably. Um, you know, fun stuff. I'm thrilled. How are you uh, guys?
3: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Doing well. It's draft
2: week. <laughs> um, Doug, do you have the Niners? Uh, you you don't have the Niners here picking at ten. Um, and if, instead of the Jets, you have not you've done not mocked Debo Samuel to the Jets.
3: I have Can not. You mock Jeff? I didn't do any trades. Okay. Good job.
2: Bill Barnwell always does a uh he does a goofy article every year, post every year. Uh mock draft, but it's all trades. It's just it's not even picks. It's just this is what this is just it's just 32 trades. And he did a 33rd one for Debo, which was fucking cool. Um so last podcast. Talked about the Debo drama and I was like, "Ah, this is also silly. This is how the Niners work." And blah blah blah. And I'll wait until I'm not going to be worried until De- I actually said this in a DM to somebody. I'm not going to be worried until Debo's the one that actually says he wants a trade request. Well, that happened.
3: Yeah, like that night, like after the podcast down. was over.
2: Right. So the not Joe's taint. I put I put I put my taint on Debo Samuel, and this is what happened. I tried to be cool, calm, collected, and uh, uh, well. The taint, the the taint rules all. Couldn't avoid it. Taint even works in the off. There's no off season for my taint.
3: (laughs) I uh, I'm I'm with you, man. I had I was like seriously. I was not worried at all about Debo. I thought it was totally uh, negotiation tactics. Um, but he, uh, it's it's pretty obvious he he really wants out there. Do we not? Do we know why? Like I can't. Feel, I've heard stuff like he doesn't want to be the dual threat running back wide receiver anymore. I've heard he's homesick. And he wants to be closer to where he grew up in the South. I've heard some weird shit. What's going on?
2: Well, okay, Doug. Here I'll be I'll be I'll be Kyle Shanahan. And, okay. And, and you be Debo. And you just you ask me. All you've got to do is you just got to ask me if you can only play wide receiver this year.
3: Hey Kyle, I'm over there running the ball. I just want to be a wide receiver. I'm leaving.
2: Okay, uh, you're a wide receiver.
3: Wait, wait, what? You you can be a wide receiver. I mean, I'm not going to have to carry the ball all the time and get crushed and hit a lot. I because can be fi- a football I, player.
2: I can find running backs walking around on the street to do to take all those hits. Uh, and and you're pretty exceptional as a wide receiver. So I'd. You know, you're you're coming off an all pro season. I would I would like you to just play wide receiver too. That would make me happy as as Kyle Shanahan.
3: Oh shit. Well look at us communicating. Look, hey. Insane. Just two boys
2: just talking it out. Maybe <laughs> fucking figure that out, gentlemen.
3: It, it is truly bizarre to me though. I don't understand his uh I don't I don't get it. There's,
2: I I like so I even pu- I even put on my story tonight because there's so many <laughs> so many stupid fuck. There's so many reasons that people are like, oh, this is the this is why, this is the. So here, uh, here's one. I I asked my followers for all the reasons that Debo is accepting re- requesting a trade in, because like I couldn't think of all the like Doug you were just saying I couldn't think of all the possible all of the stupid rumors that I've heard in the last week but yeah. before I get into this the cause of the actual cause of all this is uh was this Tuesday it was like Tuesday right where yeah. all this shit came out like I haven't so I've been under the weather for this is now week four I've been I, I was sick for a week and then it was like it didn't go away so I went and I got some medication and that didn't make it go away. And uh, I went through an entire bottle of Advil, which I've like fucking never done in my entire life in two and a half, in like two weeks. Um, and uh, just went to the doctor again. They gave me some steroids through my throat, like took the strep swab test and everything. Everything's fine. So I've been feeling mildly miserable for basically the last month. And I'm like, you know, just kind of like laying on the bed, just kind of not feeling great. and. Uh, <laughs> um, and my wife leans over and gives me a kiss on the forehead, and she goes, "Have a great day." And this chick has not ever said that to me in the morning, ever. I've I've dated her. It'll be eighteen years this year. Uh, we've been married. It'll be ten years this year. Not once has she ever leaned over and said, "Have a great day today." No. A lot of you might think that that's, you know, my, my wife's a bitch. I'll, I'll kick you in the balls. Um, she's not. But that's just kind of not how we communicate in the morning. Um, you know, there's I love you and there's all these other things. But those specific words of like, hey, have a great day. Never happened. You know when it happened? It happened fucking Tuesday. And like <laughs> several hours later, Debo is officially requesting a trade. And as I wish I'd thought of it. Um I so I got the DM. I so cuz I posted this and I'd been posting about it and I put it on my story and I got the DM and I was like I was pissed off for a second I was like you don't get to say that man that's like and then I got the joke but somebody DM me uh not Joe's wife's taint um and <laughs> and for <laughs> for a split second I'm like motherfucker I will fuck this is a block and I'm like oh no this is actually really funny. So um Anyways, congratulations to whoever got me with Nacho's wife's Not <laughs> Nacho's wife was not as happy uh, or as understanding when I relayed the DM to her. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so anyways, so it's her fault. And like now every day since she's been saying, have a great day. And I'm like, you don't, you don't understand. I, I fucking hate you. Please, <laughs> please stop doing this. This is like the worst week of my life. So um, yeah. So Frank Gore's retired uh, this month, and uh, and Debo Samuel's requested a trade. It's been a good month, and I've been sick the whole month. Yeah, it's been cool.
3: Real, real stoked. So, anyways, um, so yeah, so yeah, so I still I still don't understand Debo's anger. So here's, here's, maybe it's just Debo. This <laughs> is because he's a Debo. He's a diva come, or a Debo.
2: That has come up. That whole like, hey, this guy's name is Debo. Like, is he, he was nicknamed that as a baby. Um, there's this is a personality. This is the thing that makes him great. Is pro- and we talked about this last week. But like, these guys are competitive, and you know, guy put up an All Pro season, a historic season. Um, he's probably a little bit worried about his longevity. If they keep using him the way they're using him, and wants his money, I I'm not faulting Debo for any of that. I'm not I'm not one of the Niners fans that is like saying any shit about Debo. I just I I hope the Niners know what the fuck they're doing. That's that's my own thing. But like, here's somebody somebody said he actually likes Jimmy and not Lance. Is one of the the like he only wants to play with Jimmy. I mean do you guys put in do you can you imagine like does that make sense to you that like Debo would be like that married to Jimmy Garoppolo that
3: I don't think so. No yeah. Where like Yeah, tie me to Jimmy. Send me where you send him. Is that what he's saying? Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, no I sense. mean that,
2: that that's the that, that's a thing that is floating around like 49er land right now is like, oh, maybe this is a sign that Trey Lance isn't isn't any good. And I'm like, I'm not you know, I'm not that worried about that. That that seems like a one percent possibility to me. Could I see yeah. them getting traded to the same spot? Sure, the Niners certainly could maybe leverage. Like, yeah, I'm fine, we'll give you the all-pro receiver, but you got to take the $25 million contract off our hands. I could see that happening, but I don't think they're like, I don't think Debo's sitting there going, like, pouting, like, oh, my God, you're taking away my fucking quarterback? Like, even Kittle today was in an interview and was like, I don't really care who's out there. Fucking Lance is amazing, but I love Jimmy, so whoever, just give me a
3: quarterback. But he's yeah. like, I
2: can't He's like, I can't wait to catch passes from Trey Lance.
3: Nice. Good answer. Great yeah, an great. the right answer the right answer
2: and like the way that the the way the defense cuz like Trey Lance was was running scout team right and uh the way the defense talked about him was like they're like holy shit did we got real reps on during the week running against the scout team cuz he was he's that good like he can make every fucking throw and then some um but they got like real reps um during the week against you know what you know a, a starting caliber rookie quarterback so um another one here's one doesn't like california
3: I don't <laughs> I just I don't get the location argument you're a professional athlete you can live wherever the fuck you want right and
0: and you it's can not work like there in the- yeah, you know, he's not in Green Bay, Cleveland, Detroit, like New York. <laughs> Shitty fans.
3: <laughs>
0: he's, not a, he's, he's not in a place where there isn't anything, right? San Francisco is. Yeah,
3: he's, he's not peeling Hatton potatoes. In, yeah, he's not peeling potatoes in Idaho. He's in the tech center of the world.
2: Yeah, I, I guess the maybe the argument is like, is the taxes, and I'm like, yeah, but that the Dodgers are able to sign people
3: the fucking yeah, that's, that's are able to sign I don't people. think that's
0: an argument I think that's someone who has a strong political opinion uh displacing that on your in yeah. uh, your DMs
2: Yeah that's the that's their own that's the, the they're projecting a little bit there, there we go not displacing
0: yeah. projecting yes um, says, says the guy with the psych degree <laughs>
2: um he doesn't want to keep replacing his windows in San Fran yeah that's yeah, more more politics good talk um, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. nailed his mom. Okay. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I can't prove it one way or another. I mean, is, um, that,
0: is that why he wants to go with Jimmy? Because it's his dad. I don't know. Who's your know. dad?
2: Um, the death threats or the 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 racist shit? I'm like, ah, I don't. It's not going to change.
0: Yeah, ignorant motherfuckers everywhere.
3: I can't stand this racism. Trade me back to the south.
2: Right. right. I want to go to Carolina. <laughs> or they yeah. really know how to treat treat my people
0: not San Francisco the most liberal place in the fucking world
2: right right um so I don't I, I don't know it's the 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 trade that keeps popping up is the only trade to me that makes sense like people are putting the packers out there as a possibility there is no fucking way that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are going to trade Debo to Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. There's no fucking way.
0: No, yeah, there's not. That's not happening.
2: Uh -uh. Never Never happening.
3: happening. And if he's really pounding the table for this trade, like what I've been reading, then like, yeah, trade him to the Jets. Here you go. You you want to leave? Go play with the Jets in New Jersey.
2: That's the part of it that's like if you if you're so hung up on Trey Lance, if Trey Lance was the issue, why are you forcing your way to the Jets? Right, like exactly. like that's so that's that's why it's like that's why the Trey Lance argument doesn't make sense to me. Is because I uh, yeah, I don't. He's think got no means. control over where they send him. They could he could send him to Carolina. Great, now I, you got Sam fucking Darnold.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's the Pay me my money now and it's the he wants to be one more one dimensional for longevity. That that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah,
3: but then he's not worth the money he wants. Right. I want to pay for the player that was last year. I don't want to pay for half the player that I saw last year.
2: Right. You want to be
3: half the player, then you get half the money.
2: See, here's I mean, like, I think Debo's worth the twenty five million for a couple of reasons. One, on his receiving stats alone, he had an otherworldly season. Like something that like nobody in the NFL, nobody in NFL history has ever done it twice. That's fourteen hundred yards and eighteen yards per. Nobody's ever done it twice except for Jerry Rice. Right. Um. Like I think he's worth his twenty-five million. Part of the reason I I, I think he's worth his twenty-five million going back to the Christian Kirk contract. Fuck you, Trent (laughs) Balke. Um. But the other thing is, it's like if you're going to give if Christian Kirk is out there getting eighteen, Debo's worth twenty-five. Fine. Now we've established Easy. that Debo's worth 25. And like, but the salary cap is going to go up so fucking much in the next like two, three years with the new TV deal finally kicking in that like we are going to see, like Justin Jefferson is going to be a $40 million receiver. We are going to see a $40 million receiver in the next three years, I bet. Cause we've already cracked, th- we just hit 30. And if the salary cap goes up 10% a year, theoretically the wide receiver, the top wide receiver salary would go up 30% a year or 10% a year. So that's three years of a $3 million increase. Justin Jefferson may fucking get a $40 million a year average contract. So if you've got, if in three years Justin Jefferson's going to get that contract, why can't you pay Debo 25 a year for the next three years? Same way. So it's like, pay the man his fucking money. Because there is nobody, I mean, like, I like Ayuk. I thought Ayuk was going to have the breakout season this year. I like the fact that he was able to take the coaching. He really came along in the second half of the season. But Debo was a fucking beast. And, like, and, again, just in the passing game. Like, he was, it was him and Cooper Cup were the top two receivers in the league right up until Debo started playing running back. Like, Debo would have had 1,600 yards if not for playing running back. Anyways. Frustrated. I hope they know what the fuck they're doing. The only trade that makes sense is the Jets trade at 10. If the Jets trade him the 10th pick, I think that's... And, and there's a receiver there. Then I think that's enough to get to get him to part with Debo. But the right receiver's got to be there.
3: Which there should be at ten,
2: but is there a receiver that's going to block like Debo? Because like that's the thing with Shanahan, you've got to be out there fucking blocking if you're a receiver. And like there's there's like there's a lot of good receivers in this draft, but they're little though, right? Except for like
3: there's a good mix, uh,
2: except for Traylon Burks, right?
3: Uh, US there's a six five receiver from USC. Is
2: that that Drake London guy?
3: Yep. Uh, so it's like
2: it's like if you can if you can get out there and block. And and uh and be that guy then and you're there at ten. Like there might already be a deal agreed to that the that the Jets get Debo, the Niners get the 10 pick and some other and some and some throw in picks, but only if like one of these two players are there. Otherwise they're just gonna fucking they're like because that's the other thing, dude. The Niners fucking like they can't They can't this is a bad look for them if they can't if they just let if they get bullied into you know trading a guy that they've got two years of control over. It's like a really bad look.
0: What about the uh the guy he's in the commercial with from Ohio State?
3: Who? <laughs> Which one?
0: He just did a you know how they do like the draft uh commercials. With like a player, and they're talking about a, a player that's going to be drafted.
2: Oh, I haven't seen it.
0: I just saw it tonight with uh, the what kid Wilson? Yeah,
2: Garrett Garrett Wilson, Wilson
0: from Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, they have you have him at ten. The Jets.
3: Yeah. There's a lot. No, of, I, there's there's like like three or four receivers that you know everybody is saying, "Oh, this guy's the best. This guy's the top receiver." There's there's a lot of good receivers in this draft, so. Which is going to continue to be for the next several years because seven on seven football and all that stuff has turned turned uh, football into like a wide receiver hotbed. All the seven on seven those guys play during the summer. So there's no, there's not going to be any shortage of receivers in the next however many years. <laughs>
2: so, and I mean I that that's that's probably what's going through the Niners' head is like okay, if we trade him like how easily can we replace him? But if you trade him, I mean, it took Debo three years to turn into this Debo. Yeah. Right. Like if you, if, if you've (coughs) with, without Debo, the Niners can still make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is, this is him being like knowing his window and saying, I want a lot of money and I don't want to play running back. That's exactly what this is.
2: You know what? I don't think it's even, I don't want to play running back. I think it's a, I he I think the the public posture or the pot the negotiating posture is, pay me like a wide receiver, and 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 I only want to play wide receiver, but Debo is also the guy that, like the Niners got the turnover against the Cowboys in the playoffs, and, and he said to Shanahan on the sidelines, give me the fucking ball and I'll put it in from like 25 yards out. And they, and they, they, he ran the ball in from like 25 yards out, like called a shot on the sideline type shit. Like, yeah. I think he's enough of a competitor that if they need him in the back half of the season or in the playoffs to play the wide back role again, that he's going to do it. He just wants his fucking money. He doesn't want them using that against him. Right? Like, oh, yeah. but if you're gonna play the wide back role, then you're not gonna last as long. He's like, Fine, I don't wanna play the wide back role then. Like it's that like they're in a fucking catch twenty-two there where the or where the Niners are going, oh, This is how we're gonna use you. And he goes, I don't want to be used like that, it's gonna shorten my longevity. And they're like, We completely agree with you. That's why we're not gonna offer you as much money. And like it doesn't make any sense. Again, I would just fucking pay the man and fucking move the fuck on, unless I I, I, I don't know, man. This is
3: such a weird
0: are they just are they just being stupid in in their negotiation process? But he, he's like he's playing hard to
3: He's saying he doesn't want them to offer him a contract, right? He's saying trade me, don't offer me a contract is what I saw,
2: yeah, that I mean, that's I'm not sure that that's necessarily come out of his mouth, but like because the Jeff Darlington thing is the one guy that has said I've talked to Debo personally and Debo did not say, did not tell him why he wanted to get traded. He just told him I've requested a trade. Um, So everything else is kind of, you know, bullshit, you know, like Schefter, you know, with his like, Hey, he wants to be closer to home. Debo like screenshot him was like, left my ass off. Like, shut the fuck up, idiot. Um, Which was, I, you know, listen, if, if, if all this just results in Adam Schefter being told to shut the fuck up by Debo, I'm, completely good with that um but the uh it's it feels agent driven because one agent's got three receivers all at the same time and he's trying to fucking get some one domino to fall over and thinks the Niners might be the one that he's got the most leverage over um but like he can't he can't put DK and AJ Brown and Debo all on the trading block at the same time. And maybe he's just, you know, he's using, he can't fight for trades for all of them because that would just lower the, you know, the, that would just lower the asking price, right? For the teams and make the teams less likely to trade him. So I don't know, this feels like Debo feels a little more like a pawn in this than, than anything. But uh, maybe he's got legit reasons for for wanting out. But it's got to be money. Dude, just like give him 60 mil. Guaranteed. And fucking be done with it. I think Tyreek got 72. Give him 65. I don't give a shit. Give him 75. I don't fucking care. But we're not a Super Bowl caliber roster without Debo. This year. Maybe a rookie comes in and the rookie's great in two or three years. But we will have blown, you know, the whole point of all this is the whole point of having Trey Lance is to surround him with fucking studs
3: on his rookie contract
2: on his rookie contract. Like when Tyreek and Devontae left, it was partly because their teams had just paid 50 and 45 million a year for their fucking quarterbacks. It's like, okay, well, you know, we can't afford 30 mil anymore for a wide receiver. The Niners can. They can fit this. They can do this. It's possible. But, you know, maybe like if it, if this comes down to this, like, well, we've only budgeted 22 and a half million dollars for wide receivers. And, you know, Debo wants 25. And that just that that breaks it. It's like, find the fucking money elsewhere. Like, yeah. give me a break.
3: Do it. Do it. They like Denzel Ward got the same, you know, his contract extension. He got the his base salary that first year is the same as the Watson deal they made where he's only getting like one point something million dollars. So the it seems like the Browns are lining up to kind of eat some of Baker's contract with some of the signings they've done. Right. Um, But you can definitely make it happen. Like I'm like the last two years, the salary cap has become the most confusing thing ever with what the Saints have been doing with moving money and void gears and all that shit. I'm like, you can do anything you want with these contracts it's, now. It's
2: and and the Niners are a rich team. Like they've got the money to pay the bonuses to keep the to defer all the fucking salary cap hits. They've got the money to do that. Um, yeah. and so it's, but the Niners the Niners probably went into this with, okay, we got two years of control. We got this year plus a franchise tag year. So that means that. Debo is Debo is basically let's say the franchise tag next year is twenty five. Okay, um, I had somebody in the DMs tell me uh, he's like I, I'd pay him, I'd give him a, I'd I'd give him a raise to fifteen million and make him make him prove it, make him prove he's worth it. I'm like numbnuts, do you not understand that these things don't happen in a fucking vacuum? Like Debo <laughs> has a say in this. Like he can tell them to go fuck himself. He can be disruptive. Like he can. He can agitate for his fucking contract. Like, this, and he's like, and I was like, and really, you'd pay him less than Christian Kirk? He goes, well, I wouldn't have given Christian Kirk that money either. That's not my fucking point, and I'm Nuts. You have to live in the world that we are all living in, which is where Christian Kirk is an $18 million a year receiver, and now Debo gets to fucking say, well, that, that guy's never had a thousand yarder season. He's never been a fucking pro and never been an all pro. Fuck you, pay me. Anyways. Um... But I think I think the Niners were looking at this like, okay, he's going to make four this year. The franchise tag next year is 25. So Debo in their heads is like, Debo's guaranteed 30 over the next two years. So why don't we offer him like 45 and that's an extra 15 mil. Meanwhile, Tyreek's out there getting 70 million guaranteed and Debo's going like, yeah, it's going to need to be closer to 70. That has to be the fucking issue is the niner's thought that like hey you sign the contract now you'll get an extra 15 million guaranteed over and above what you know you'd normally be getting you should be grateful for that extra 15 million and that still leaves him 25 million almost 30 million short of Tyreek's guarantee and i'd be fucking I'd, I'd i'd be doing exactly what debo's doing right now Like, fine. If you don't want to fucking pay me my fucking 60, 65, 70 million guarantee, get me somebody who will. That's a lot of fucking money. Especially if they're going to use him as the wide back and run and wear him down.
3: Yeah. Weird.
2: It's so fucking goofy.
1: I don't like it. Nope.
2: Um, all right, let me see if we got any reviews. We did not get any reviews. That is the end of Did We Get Any
3: Reviews?
2: (laughs) Cool. Um, no headlines this week. I didn't, I didn't do any, didn't do any of the research. Also, I, I I don't know. I just, I think maybe I have to rename it to, I mean, Antonio Brown is just the right answer for all of them.
3: Yeah. (laughs) All right.
2: So maybe we need to rename it and just be like, "Hey, things that Antonio Brown hasn't done yet, but could," or something. But it just—it just everything feels so Antonio Brown-ish that uh, the whole like, "Hey, which NFL player would be do would be the guy to do this?" It's like, "Oh, it's Antonio Brown again." There we go. Yeah. Nice. Maybe maybe the re- maybe the headline thing is retired.
3: The only one I saw that I the only <laughs> thing I saw this week worth note mentioning is uh. Did you see another fan at another basketball game tried to run on the court? Yes. Did you see the security guard was like ready? Yeah. Yeah. Tackled in less than a second. Like immediately. Yeah. Decleated. Yep. And that lady, that lady had like on her own makeshift NBA referee jersey on underneath her jacket. Did you guys see that? mm huh
2: Man. Yeah. That's all the class. Weird. And all because chickens were killed because they were all sick or something?
3: Is that what it was?
2: Yeah, I think Glenn Taylor's chicken farm. They all get a disease.
0: Was um, this sort of the same team?
3: So she was going to do something to the Minnesota. She, oh yeah, she was going to run to the Minnesota Timberwolves owner and do something in front of him, right? That was her. Yeah,
2: link. it's like it's his team. The Glenn Taylor's the owner of the, um, of the Timberwolves, and um,
0: uh, he owns Taylor Farms.
2: Is uh, so Glenn Taylor, longtime majority owner of the Timberwolves, is listed in Iowa Secretary of State filings as director of Rembrandt based in Buena Vista County. The destruction of the millions of laying hands at the egg producing facility came on March 17th, um, as a result of a bird flu outbreak. When outbreaks occur, state agriculture departments work with the U.S. Department of to ensure the quick destruction of the entire flock and quarantine the surrounding area to prevent the spread of the virus. This is what they should have done with fucking COVID, man. Right? Well, yes.
0: Yeah. So is this the same try the flock? The same people who the the woman tried to tether so herself. So they're in the they're they're, pro-
2: they're protesting animal cruelty.
3: So because- yes. So one lady, the first lady glued her hand to the floor turns out it didn't stick. And then the second lady chained herself. <laughs> The second lady chained herself to the to the hoop, um, which it did take a minute for them to figure out how to get her chain. And then this third lady, she just tried to sprint on the court, but they somehow knew it. And they had a security guard. You saw it, right, Trevor? Did yeah. you see the tackle? Yeah. yeah, the security guard was just sitting right there w- waiting for this lady to, you know, make her move. Is this PETA?
2: It's like an offshoot.
3: Might as well be, you know. So
2: going back to the Debo thing because I asked I asked the followers like what the what the reason for Debo leaving is and some people are in here actually going the wife said had a good day. They understand. <laughs> they get it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Your That's wife the... your wife jinxed it.
0: Yeah. He doesn't know either. He just knows he woke up one day.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> so so what would you do? Would you rather have Debo leave? Or would you or wait, let me see if I say this right? Or would you rather have <laughs> would you rather have him like get up tomorrow and be like, yeah, I don't know if you guys know about the Nacho Flaco podcast, but his wife said have a good day and, and that is the reason. So if he left and we got a bunch of good publicity for it, would that be worth it? Is my question.
2: <laughs> so so yeah. if
3: <laughs> if, he, if, if he, if he,
2: you know, he Jeff Darlington again, or you know, or where me and never stand. <laughs> he's putting, he's, as he's putting as he's putting on his New York Jets hat, and they go, Debo, why did you want out? And he goes, Well, I heard uh, that that I just got this feeling Tuesday that something was wrong in the universe. That like, like a butterfly fly, the butterfly effect, like, and I just, I just sensed it. The something, there, was a, there was a disruption in the Matrix. And I don't know. It's just before Tuesday, I was perfectly happy to be a 49er. And then after Tuesday, like I don't know, fucking 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, you know, kind of after that, everything just kind of went south for me. And that would be um that that would be a bridge too far for me. I would not be able to handle that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if he shouted out the podcast and still left, <laughs> would that be worth it?
2: No. It, it, uh, no.
0: I There's, no. We, we'd have endless content.
2: People would tune in for We're a fabulous. week. People would tune in for a week, and then like Trevor would be like changing a steering wheel or <laughs> making pasta or something. And They'd be like, "Oh, is this this the podcast that drove Debo away?" Good Good talk.
4: (laughs) I get it
0: now. Uh. Don't be negative.
2: (laughs) Fuck, man. He's so fun. And when I kept telling, because when I kept saying and bragging every week that he did something cool, and I would come on here, I go, "Man, I wish all of you got to have a Debo Samuel." This is not what I meant. This is not what I meant.
0: Maybe if you did it yourself. You tainted it.
2: Oh, I would. You would talked not about him.
0: You talked about them too much.
2: That's certainly plausible at this point. Yep. I. This is why I can't have nice things. This is, this actually, this is why I can't, I can't have Debo Samuel. Speaking of not being able to have nice things, I was looking up uh vintage Bronco prices. Holy shit!
0: Oh, like the trucks? Yeah. Yeah, dude.
2: Like a hundred and twenty thousand?
0: Yeah. It's it's absolutely bonkers. I
2: was expecting fifty.
0: That's why this is why I'm buying you old shitbox BMWs.
2: I was expecting fifty K. I'd be like, listen, man, if I have a good fucking year, you know.
0: No, that's Are you talking about like OJ Broncos or even older?
2: No, like the the
0: FJ is like the yeah, the, the, no, the, the,
2: the ones that, the really nice old fixed up ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are definitely six figure cars.
2: Unreal. Like three, like some of them were like $200,000. And I'm like, now granted, these were like the off-roading ones and stuff. But like, I'm like, that's insane.
3: You ever just raise your Bronco? <laughs> just get them big wheels on it?
2: I saw Batman finally, by the way. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. We'll get to that at the end. Okay. Um. All right, Doug. The draft. Let's talk about the draft. What do you have here?
3: Woo! Doug's draft corner. You guys ready? Yep. I did a mock draft. Um. I think I shared it with you guys. Yeah. We can go. We yeah. You guys want to go through the mock draft or?
2: Yeah. It's just. I mean. You know. Do you think?
3: Yeah, no, this draft. Uh, there's no clear-cut number one guy. There's no quarterback that's like, "Hey, this is the guy." There's no pass rusher that's like clear-cut number one. So it's going to be an interesting draft. Um, I was doing this mock draft and I was like, "There's going to be trades and other shit that just makes this all fruitless." But it's still fun. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Yeah, all right. The only guys- okay,
2: so the only guy I haven't heard of in your top seven is Charles Cross. A
3: Everybody else is, from, I've
2: kind of heard of.
0: Tackle from Alabama.
3: Charles Cross is from Mississippi State. Oh, okay. All right, so I'll just go through this, and we don't really need to spend too much time talking on all these. If you guys want to pick one out, you can. But uh, the Jaguars, they could probably go offensive tackle or defensive end. Uh, I'm going to have them play it safe and get the Michigan defensive end. I think Trevon Walker and Kayvon Thibodeau as pass rushers have more upside, but I think the Jaguars will play it safe and get the Michigan defensive end. Cool? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> the cat likes it.
0: Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> he there's... took a shit, so he gets really vocal after that.
3: <laughs> want to talk who about do-
2: it? Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, like the Jags, Lions, Texans, like these are teams that have some needs, so they could go in a lot of different ways. But defensive end from Georgia, Trevon Walker, going number two to the Lions. Um, again, the Lions could surprise people, get a quarterback, they could surprise people and get the safety from Notre Dame. But I think I don't know if anybody's taking a safety that high, so. I,
2: I can't believe that there isn't a quarterback this year that the Texans aren't going. God, we could. We could maybe upgrade on this Davis Mills fella. Who isn't, isn't bad, but there's the quarterbacks are that bad this year that the Lions theoretically are going to stick with Jared Goff. The Texans are going to stick with Davis Mills. The Jets just drafted somebody. The Giants aren't taking a quarterback. The like the first team to take a quarterback might be the Panthers? Maybe.
3: Maybe. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean those teams are like the line I, I do have the lions taking. They have two picks in the first round, I actually have them taken the a quarterback at the end. Um but yeah, I just don't there's not a top clear cut top ten pick quarterback in this draft. There's just wild. not.
2: There's hundred and twenty fucking college football teams. They can't <sighs> find one guy, one quarterback to go in the top ten this year.
3: Yeah, I mean, I bet you there will be. Someone's going to trade up to get them, or, or you could see um, the Seahawks or the Panthers take a quarterback at six and ten. So it could happen. Um,
2: what else am I looking at here? Derek, the Stingley guy from from LSU. He's like, yeah. for for whatever reason, I've heard a bunch of buzz about him this week. Like everybody, we're forgetting about how good Derek Stingley is, or something.
3: Yeah, we're forgetting how good he uh, can be because he hasn't been that good since his freshman year in 2019. (laughs) Uh, So there's a reason for it. I mean, he he was the best defensive back in college as a freshman. No shit. Um, But the last two years he's been injured and I don't know, maybe he just looks – he doesn't look like he was, you know, not the same production we got from his freshman year. So because before this, you know – two years ago they're like oh yeah this guy's top three pick like no matter what as a freshman and now uh there's a little bit more tape on him so but there's two really good cornerbacks uh sauce sauce gardener from cincinnati i had him going forward to the jets ahead of stingley um could go either way like everything i've read about this draft they're like yeah, there's guys in, that people have going in the third round that are going to go in the first round. So there's, like I said, it's not like, hey, here are the core amazing players. Like the player you can get at seven might be just as good as the player you get at 27.
2: Like the the Niners have done so well in like the fourth and fifth rounds of the draft the last few years with like Fred Warner and Kittle and, and Dre Greenlaw and those guys. And part of it is because like, I guess the theory is that they really just kind of understand their scheme and understand. And like in that part of the draft, you're you're drafting guys for specific roles and things like that. That sounds like how people are talking about this draft, that that type of drafting is going to be, it's like best player available almost is out the window. And it's like, just go find the guy that fits your scheme because there's just kind of this big muddle of, of talent that like you're, you if if you you you're you, you it's a it's a coin flip anyway so you might as well pick the guy that that uh fits your scheme best kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a big cluster of players in the same tier in this draft. Um which is fine. Which is you know so, so where would
2: where do you think a normal like di- like how many first rounders do you think are actually like where does the first round actually end this year? Like in terms of talent.
3: Oh, that's tough to say. Um I mean, yeah, I like you're good. Like the second round, you're gonna be getting, like I said, just as good as players as you're gonna get in the first round in this draft. So I don't know, that those top sixty picks, I guess, the first two rounds?
2: No, but that's what I'm saying. Like when when does the first round end? Like like so it's like who's the like, I'm looking, is Malik, is uh, N'Kobe Dean, right? Is he, do you think, do you think he's like a legit first rounder or is he kind yeah. of like?
3: Yeah, he's a beast. I think. So, I mean, in- yeah, no, I uh- mean. S- S- yeah. Like
2: trailing, trailing Burks, right? Like he, the, the, like they're compared, like that's, that's like uh, in 2019, he, lo- he at least looks like the AJ Browns, DK Metcalfs, Debo's that went in the second round. That year, and here he is. You know, he'll go in the first round this year. It just feels. It feels again. Like I'm not saying anything that you're not, but there's just it's not that deep a draft. It's it's a much deeper draft than it is top top heavy.
3: Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to think of it like like the the guy in that first round is just as good as the guy in the second round. So I'm trying to think of like. So that means the first round's a little bit longer, or does that mean it ends sooner? I guess that's, that's, that's,
2: I I, that's what I'm saying. I think the first round ends sooner this year. I think the first round yeah. might be like twelve picks long, kind of thing. And then after that, you're basically, you know, you're you're for a normal year, you're picking it's you know with the with the thirteenth pick in the first round, first pick in the second round. The yeah. tech Flex, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's there's there's going to be players in there.
2: Um. Trevor, you happy with uh with with Kayvon Thibodeau and, and Charles Cross?
0: I think I think that um those are our two needy positions. Those are two positions. Um correct me if I'm wrong, especially with the offensive lineman, Doug. That's a pretty rich O line draft. Um and there are some uh there are some very good edge rushers. Um There there are a handful of good edge edge rushers.
3: Um just so you yeah. Edge is the deepest position in this draft. Like I would not I would not be surprised to see over twenty edge players drafted in the first two rounds. Like it's a lot, it's there's gonna be a lot flying off the board. And there's a lot of needs for that position as well.
0: Yes. So um is I, I I like the the two positions right. Those are the two we need. Um, you know, I've been screaming uh, offensive line for for three years. Um, again, th- this draft is relatively deep in, in that position as well. So I'm I'm confident that we will uh, substantiate that later on, uh, and we've also addressed that in free agency. So um, I, I the, the edge yes, and O and O line yes. I think. Um, the uh, Ikim or Ikhim uh, Um His nickname is Icky. If that's easier for you, Icky with the Icky thump. Uh, <laughs> I think he's the favorite uh, out of the offensive linemen. Um, and as, as much as an, I just, I just really want to see Kyle Hamilton on the on the Giants. Um, I don't, I, you know, that's also a need for us. Uh, I don't know if it's a bigger need than uh, uh, an elite edge, an elite rusher. So um, if if the draft worked out this way, I would not be unhappy.
3: Yeah, no, I I thought about because I was trying to be like, damn, really? You think Kyle Hamilton? Like I I think he has Hall of Fame potential. So I think he could be the best player in this draft. But he plays safety, so I don't know. Right? Teams might, you know, I think teams are going to value pass rush and protecting the quarterback more.
0: But if it's that deep, then maybe we get some solid rushers later on and we pick. Yeah. Know, the Giants, the Giants have a, a knack of picking best player rather than fulfilling needs.
3: Yeah. And they could do that, because again, tackle and edge are deep and or receiver.
0: Or if they don't even address tackle with those two picks, which would be, you know, very giants of them.
3: That has happened.
0: And pick up later, right? If they get edge and Hamilton and then they uh, they go defense. Which we need.
3: But yeah, Charles Cross is arguably the best pass protector in this draft. So if you were I was trying to think, I was like, dude, would they want him and maybe move Thomas over to right tackle or inside? Like a Kwanu Icky, you could put him at guard and he'll be he could be an all-pro guard, you know. Yeah. Right next to Thomas. So but yeah. Either way, the Giants are gonna get two really good players. Right. If we get two out of those
0: five. You know, Thibodeau, Hamilton, uh, Icky, Cross,
3: or, or two of those four,
0: rather. Um, I'm happy.
3: Yeah. In a good position. I could also see the Giants trading that pick down. They have two first-round picks this year. They could trade back a few picks if one of these teams want that quarterback. And uh, the Giants having two picks in the top ten. Jets, too, are in prime position to. Uh, to get someone to move up to get a quarterback, but from everything I've read, teams are trying to move back, not up, in this draft. Well,
0: I mean that that would hopefully uh, position the Giants really well to have their pick. Yes, sir. Or you know, trade back, like we said.
2: No. Who, if the if the Niners get the tenth pick, Doug, who you taking, which wide receiver?
3: Um. So I do have my position. My, these, these, this mock draft does not represent who I think are the best players at the positions. If I'm, if I am picking a wide receiver first, I'm taking Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, okay. especially for the Niners, um, because that guy can make a short. You know, he can take a short pass and house it. And everybody's kind of, you know, I had this guy as the top. Wide receiver coming in, and then he had a slow forty at the combine. Now everybody's down on him. I was like, "Dude, put on like just watch Arkansas versus Alabama this year. He's running away from the whole Alabama secondary like on three huge plays. Like this guy's got enough speed, and he's he's six two two twenty five. So,
0: and those guys are you know fast.
3: Yeah, um." But I like Traylon Burks, and then I like another guy. He tore his ACL in the college football playoff, Jameson Williams from Alabama, 6'2", 180. He is fast. He's probably the best wide receiver in this draft and the first one picked if he didn't tear his ACL. He still might be. Yeah. And there's, you know, Ohio State has two good wide receivers. USC has a big guy, 6'5", former basketball player that had, like, he only played in like eight games, and he had he had like the best numbers in college this year. He's a freak. You just you don't see those six four six five guys. You know, it's hard. There's not a ton of six four six five wide receivers that really make it. Um, and I know.
2: Fuck. <laughs> God damn and, it!
3: And here we are.
2: Oh, here we are. Um, I'm
3: taking but
2: take. God damn it! I'm taking this pill for my fucking infection or whatever, and it's fucked up my stomach <laughs> and nothing. goddamn hiccups. Pick it up. <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: Drink, drink a bunch of your non-alcoholic beers, and it'll burp it out.
2: I'm trying that. I've only got half a beer left. Like it's, Just pound it's, it. Th- fuck, it's this or nothing.
0: Pound it and burp it out. It'll work.
3: Go, 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 go. But, but yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of good wide receivers, a lot of, a lot of potential guys that could be part of the piece that replaces Debo if he should be traded. Fuck.
2: God damn it, this is going to be – There we go. There we go. My, yeah, damn it. Stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. It's
2: so annoying. Get you and hiccupping
0: the whole day. That was
2: just—it's been like it's it's. God damn! It's been like this, like all. It's literally been like this all day. I think because of the pill.
3: How many more days of hiccups would you go through to keep Debo? Like sixty. Two straight e-
0: months. Two two months of hiccups.
3: <laughs> two months of hiccupping, like you are hiccupping right now. You lose. You, you lose your mind. Think so? Uh,
0: yeah, I would lose my mind
2: um i mean as as, god i do need it. i do need my voice fuck for work um and stopping to say fuck every 30 seconds in the middle of a pitch uh, or demo just kind of doesn't wouldn't fly no um I'm, i'm i'm sticking with this just for the this is it's now a bit that i have not canceled the podcast at this point Fucking point.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost sounds like Rick from Rick and Morty with his fizz burps.
2: A lot, a lot of hiccups, a lot of action.
3: A lot of action here.
2: I mean, yeah, if you're going to get somebody who's 6'3, 225, I'm, you know, fine with it, I guess.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: God damn it. All right, let's get through this. Are we good on the track?
3: Uh, I think so, you guys. Yeah. I mean, unless you guys want to keep going. <laughs> you know me. Um, we've Before not gotten any go.
2: comments in the uh, in the live stream, so we can skip that section.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: Um film review. I saw Batman. Nice. It was okay. Yeah. It was. It was okay. It definitely did not need to be three hours.
0: Do, right. do you share my sentiment that if there was, you know, some gore and maybe a titty, that it would have been, if it was R-rated, then it would have been a much better movie. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I liked it, but it just, I think it could have been more.
2: I liked it. I don't see my myself ever rewatching it.
0: Doug, like, you, yeah. you, have you watched it a couple more times?
3: I've seen it three times. Is it getting better for you? Uh, I mean, you you kind of... The second time, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you can kind of see the foreshadowing stuff a little easier, right? Um, so I thought it all lined up pretty nice. I, I thought they did a good job. But I uh, I completely agree. Like A three-hour Batman movie, that is... It, they, they could easily cut 20, 30 minutes out of there. Like, um,
2: if, I, if I were to go back and watch watch it again, the... Um... <laughs> There's just so many, there's just so many things that just didn't need to, didn't need to be uh, given the detail it got.
3: Yeah, like, that, it, and that's where it comes in. Like, wow, this guy is really biting off David Fincher movies. Like, it's like, wow, Zodiac, right. Seven, like you're you are right in that vein. Um, which yeah, I guess I don't know. You I can,
2: did I did like Batman fucking up though. Like the, you know, the, 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 the parachute thing, like super, super stoked to see like rookie Batman moves. Yeah. Year two um, Batman. Like that was good. And it made me go back and watch the animated year one movie, yep. which was
3: good. Um, and that hush. I haven't
2: seen hush yet.
3: Yeah. It made me Yeah, watch that one too.
2: I've seen the first half of Hush. Sorry. Maybe I'll watch Hush the the full version of Hush because I'll probably be up on that fucking hiccuping.
3: <laughs> Deep breaths. woo Oh dude. Yeah, hold your breath.
2: I, bro. I, I I I was hiccuping like coming down here and the wife was laughing at me. She's like, Do you want I she she was like gonna get just come down here and just like sit in front of me and wait for me to hiccup just so she could giggle at me because she's that type of person. Um but uh Then they went away, and then you know forty minutes, forty goddamn forty minutes into the podcast, they they come back.
3: Do you guys have a go-to get rid of hiccups move?
2: Normally, I just I chug chug a bunch of water, but I do not have access to water here in the garage.
3: Someone, I, I one that I've tried, you like bend over and drink water. Have you seen that one? Like at the waist, bend forward at the waist, drink water while you're leaning forward. I don't know. I've not seen
2: I've not seen that one.
0: What's the science of a hiccup? Trapped air. <laughs>
2: I don't know, yes. It's like a Because if you understand
0: hiccup? the science then you should probably be able to you know.
2: Um it's an involuntary contraction of the diaphragm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Idiot. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. each,
2: each contraction is followed by a sudden closure of your vocal cords, which produces the characteristic sound. May result from a large meal, alcoholic or carbonated beverages, or sudden excitement.
0: You got excited.
4: It, Podcast it could, time. Could draft be a sign is exciting.
2: Underlying medical condition. For most people, about a battle hiccup only lasts a few minutes. Well, it's been a fucking few minutes. Rarely hiccups may persist for months. Can result in weight loss and, and exhaustion. Fuck that.
3: And the I, return I can, of Debo Sanders.
2: Yeah, uh, you know. Listen, I'll do what I got to do. So if this <laughs> has to go, if this has to go on for sixty more days, and Debo comes back and he's happy about it, so be it.
3: Come on, Debo, do the right thing. Guys, hiccup again for two months.
2: The um. So yeah i i was I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I had to split it up into two watches because well, I'm old, um, but I, I enjoyed it and I'm, and I'm glad I watched it, but I, you know, I've, I've seen the dark Knight 20 times pro- probably like, I doubt I'll make it through. I'll, I might watch it again, but it's, it's not like I'm, I'm not running back. I mean, the, Zoe Kravitz? Is that her mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's so fucking hot. Holy, holy shit. Um, like Colin, like the penguin was amazing.
3: Yeah, see, I thought he was the best, almost the best part of the movie. He he killed it. That's yeah, penguin. he's very good. The Riddler was like unnecessarily creepy. The Riddler was great all the way until the final meeting inside the uh prison. He, they lost me there. I was like, ah, oh.
0: yeah. He stopped being like ominous.
3: Yeah, he's I just the whole time I was like, dude, I would fucking wreck this guy. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's not intimidating at all. No. Right.
2: Um. Yeah. Anyways, it was uh, it was fine.
3: Yeah. They're gonna I, make I, a sequel. sequel and people
2: that were like best Batman movie ever. I don't I don't understand how you'd make that leap.
3: Yeah, I mean, then again,
2: people think Drake is the best rapper of all time. And and I'd like to introduce all those people to a
3: two by four. Well, I mean, the fucking or at least introduce them to Drake's Ghost Riders.
0: Right. The Nolan Batmans are old and the kids these days don't see. I don't know. They just don't. They're stupid.
2: I'm not it's even not... like I'm. I'm not even saying like I've seen. I don't know the, on the Twitter machine. There were some people that were like best Batman ever, and um. Anyways, I I just it was, it, and I don't think it was a matter of it like getting overhyped for me. Because I wasn't that like really interested in like Robert Pattinson Batman movie to begin with.
3: No, you um, know like, Batman
2: when it was announced, I was like, oh, really? Him? All right, all right, fine. Um but uh i mean the the Batmobile was cool, yeah, the first uh, time they
3: you hear that engine on the Batmobile was pretty nice. Yeah. I, I was say that movie
0: might be my favorite batmobile
2: the um Alfred was it was a good Alfred
0: wasn't it it much wasn't it it much? no, and michael, you can I don't think you could beat Michael Kane. I was not that big of a a fan of this Alfred.
2: I, yeah, yeah, without getting into the, you know, start bench cut of it all. um, I didn't mind. I didn't. I I, I thought, I thought he, I thought he was a good (laughs) Alfred. Like it made sense. Like it all, it fit, you know, it was, it was fine. It was all, it was all just fine to me, but it was like, that's, it's like definitely a Batman movie that like my kids can't watch.
0: Well, that was is, the point, and that's where I'm. That's where I'm getting to. That's where I'm going with the fact that it needed to be R. Yeah, like to if
3: you were gonna, to if, you were gonna it, if you gonna make
2: it if if you were gonna make it like this, uh, then just go the fuck all the way. Is that's that, what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. like
0: it, it it stopped itself for some reason.
2: Probably because yes. it's Batman. It's, ba- it's Batman, and we the kids have to be able to see. It. It's like, why would you want fucking the kids watching this? Like I've t- I've taken my youngest to like all the Spider-Man movies. <clears throat> Granted, incredibly different tone, right? But like yeah. that's that's the point, right? Is that yeah. I can I can happily take the six year old or four year old when when we first started seeing him to uh, to the Spider Man movies, um, but uh, but like yeah, it's like I'm like dude, you I don't want you watching this until you're like fourteen, um. But it was it was yeah it was it was. <coughs> I, I like what you said, Trev, like they absolutely for what they did, they could have like taken it up another three notches and I don't think it changes anything other than like, you know, we get we get a little bit of fucking gore out of it and, and it becomes a little more I think that makes it, that would be something it's like, hey, we haven't, we really haven't seen something like this.
0: Well, that, and that no. was the point and, and that's kind of part of, of the hype of the movie is that this is going to be a Batman you haven't seen before and the Batman we haven't seen before is exactly that, it's an R-rated movie Right, it's 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 actually hitting Batman where he should where where that character should be.
2: Yeah, a complete fucking psychopath.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and they missed it again.
3: Yep, that's why a lot of people like the badass like Batman because of because of how dark and violent his portrayal was.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mind him.
0: No, he wasn't a bad Batman at all. Except no. He, he, it was Ben Affleck, right? It's like if you didn't know who Ben Affleck was, he'd be a great Batman. Yeah. No. Nice. Yeah. You,
3: guys you guys watching see- anything else? <clears throat> um,
0: Barry's back on. I haven't seen it yet, though.
3: Me Have you seen yeah. any yeah.
2: of the Barrys? Or yes. just not the new Oh one?
0: yeah, they're so good.
2: Yeah, Barry's amazing. I haven't seen the recent Better Call Saul, but the first round of Better Call Saul was fucking amazing.
0: I'm catching up. I'm still watching. I'm at the end of season one. We got a ways to go. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> Outer Range. Highly recommended. I
3: did watch that. I am four episodes deep. It is that show very good. Is
0: weird. Weird. That, that ended up being okay. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's Stranger Things Meets uh, Yellowstone. All
3: right. Yeah, it's Yellowstone, Westworld, Twin Peaks, Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, it literally has like people from Yellowstone in it, so <laughs> There's only yes, so many does. of those
2: actors that look like that these days.
3: Yeah. Well, he's got one. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe just the one uh, the the father, the dad, yeah. There was someone else in the show that was from something though.
2: Is it uh is it the biological dad of Numnuts? Yes. Yeah,
3: yeah, yes. I like him. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. He was in
0: Independence Day. He was like my. He was like the best character in Independence Day.
3: Remember the Titans. Titans. He's been awesome. Yeah, so that's, yeah.
0: Nice. that's that's where I start to tear up at the end. That's where no. it gets me.
3: No.
0: No. Independence Day every fucking time.
2: Wait, w- <laughs> which part is he in Independence Day?
0: At the, when he, when the kid comes to him at the end, what he's the like fuck? the fuck up father.
2: Uh... uh I've, I'm blacking out on that part.
0: And he, he's just looking for him, and he comes like slow mo, comes running out to greet him on the tarmac. All right, because the mom, the mom like won't let him see him.
2: No, Independence Day, Armageddon. I'm not. That's what I
0: meant. I'm sorry, not Independence. Day, I'm sorry, oh Armageddon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah Armageddon, yeah, Armageddon.
2: I am racking my brain. I was too. I was like, God, "Are
3: you talking about?" Secession
2: um yeah no the uh the the remember the titans armageddon yeah um no he's 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 a great that guy yeah
0: yep and yes independence day every time he gets me i cry every time i see that movie
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's <laughs> armageddon
3: So we talk about hitch
2: oh my god <laughs> for the first three quarters <laughs> Um, what, you what know,
3: actually, mean? let me just—I'm just, just going to sneak this in too. After more back backlash from the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap, I—I I am ag- going to agree with you, Trevor. Jada Pinkett is the cause of all this. That lady is a lunatic. Yeah. Will Smith. I'm not all the way sorry, but I'm a little bit sorry for some of the mean things I said. Not what, all the what, way. What what changed your mind, Doug?
0: I mean, he—I mean, you he use the word "cock." I mean, that's that's what he is.
3: Dude, she like she's she fucking ripped him apart in those red table talks. She de What do you call it? Demasculate. 100%. Emasculate him. 100%. She basically said he sucks in bed and she needed to have better sex with someone else like Right. Dude, she is awful. Yeah. She is a nightmare and yeah, like she's terrible. Dude, I just want, and I'm just like, I just feel bad for Will Smith. I've like 1080. Like, I feel bad for him. I'm not mad at Will anymore. <laughs> um, but Jesus, that lady sucks. And now I'm reading articles. He's like, and who knows? You know these fucking stupid things you read on the internet. But he wants like he wants a divorce, but he's afraid of you know the secrets she'll come up oh, with and me. all this crazy weird shit. But he's lost all his movies. Like he's. Yeah
0: wasn't, wasn't he a, an Epstein Island guy? Yeah, of them were.
3: Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: Wow.
0: Everybody. I know was,
2: the Scientology thing. I know was like a thing, but
3: that's another thing. Yeah.
2: I didn't know about the Epstein thing.
3: Yeah, I feel bad for Will Smith. That she's a lunatic, dude. Yep.
2: Well, there we go. Um, I'm finishing up Community on the final season of community. I don't think I'd actually gotten this far in the community the first time. like I don't remember any of these episodes.
3: The final season was on like Yahoo streaming service that I don't even know if it exists anymore. Maybe
2: yeah. that's why. <laughs>
3: yeah so the final season's not that great I don't think um, but it was oh, that
0: nice was like favorite ca- combination of female casting you know when that, when that was out.
2: Allison Bree is just amazing.
0: yeah yeah she's
2: just fantastic um <clears throat> yeah no it's a it's a it's just a wonderful show i love it so much um and that's it i think that's all i got you guys good trevor you ready for hockey corner we'll do it all right doug oh wait are, are we in the
0: playoffs is this a playoffs hockey corner? Playoffs? Playoffs? Nope. we're not in it yet we're almost in it
2: oh god okay so it should be a short one then
0: that last like i heard you echo in
3: the hallway it was pretty good Uh, oh i put my hand in my mouth and everything
0: (laughs) all right uh almost playoff time wrapping up the season um It reminds me of the greatest hockey game I ever attended attended, uh, 20 years ago, Islanders-Maple Leafs. Uh, It was actually a playoff game. Uh, Batesy won it it with a penalty shot. It was the old barn. The Coliseum was rocking. You could feel it move. It It was one of those games.